This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Bloto the Toydarian. This series features our Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fonzi. Having been sent by a grip of the hut to intercept an Imperial shuttle, our heroes have arrived at a refueling station they've dubbed the Pleasure Tumor. Forming a plan, they decided Vic will grab attention as a high roller in the casino, Waka Waka Fonzi will start a fight ring, and Brash will focus on stealing their prize. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop or spend money. No credits, only money. So you've arrived at NARC-3, a refueling station that has since been retrofitted with a pleasure tumor, um, a large um, sort of combination bar, pleasure dome, um, casino. uh, And when I say casino, I really do mean it in like an airport casino kind of way. Like there's slot machines and like maybe a couple card tables and possibly a roulette wheel, but it's not a fully functioning thing by any stretch. 
Um, there's a lot of like video gambling machines uh, everywhere. So <clears throat> you come out of uh, hyperspace uh, and you can kind of see it in the distance. And sure enough, it looks like uh, essentially a space gas station with a giant, weird, um, multi-faceted uh, Pleasure tumor stuck on the side. Like it's. It, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no honestly, just a mechanical testicle yeah, on the it's, side it's of good, a gas it's, it's good shorthand, um, but it really does look like several different things. You can actually see like part of a ship welded on. Like it, it's very much an improvised. Like, oh, we need room for another card table. All right, well, I've got a shipping container. Dope. Let's cut a hole in the wall. Um, <clears throat> so I think um, to each of you will probably view this station slightly differently. Um, for you, Brash, I think this, this, like, I think there's a part of your brain that's, like, a little bit deeper than the rest of it that's just, like, that the part that actually hopes for things and is excited for things. And this is what being a smuggler and a rogue fucking should look like. Like, this is, this is proper. Yeah, this is still, like, romantic. Like, I'm actually on a team working for somebody who didn't actually threaten us terribly much. Like, I'm working with my uncle, who kind of kicks ass. We've got, like, a dumbass, but I'm going to sell his ship, which is vaguely satisfying, and I could probably skim some stuff. And, like, we've got a plan, but I think there's also, at, like, the core, because I've been so, like, I've never been able to build anything or, or like, have my own things back mm-hmm. on Falling mm-hmm. and I'm Out. That when I look at the station, I'm like, yeah, it's ugly and it's fucking gross, but it was expensive and it was built from zero, which means like I can do this. Theoretically, because yet again, the world has probably, I've been kicked in the balls so much there, but the rest of the galaxy, despite my like flirtatious demeanor, I'm basically (laughs) Luke Skywalker being out there like, everyone can steal and it's great. (laughs) Um, But I mean, the idea is like, oh, if I if I had a month on that station, I would own that station. We could build even more stuff like anything's possible. Yeah, that's really cool. Actually, I think that's that's something we'll kind of that's good for me to know. And I think something we'll, we'll continue to build on, which is that idea of even though you're kind of after the finer things, you actually have greater respect and appreciation for things that have kind of been shittily MacGyvered together because that shows that someone built it. Yeah, I feel like the extent of my goal isn't to become, like, an upper-class, like, hero. It's mm-hmm. just to become, like, upper-middle-class and have built shit that's mine. Yeah. So just as kind of, a, I think, a point of bond then within the party, um, I think you actually have, uh, even though he's a bit of a blunt instrument, uh, I feel like there must be some respect there for Fonzie because, like, the guy took a, a you don't know it's a lightsaber, but he took a bullet to the head, but also kind <laughs> oh, of, do like... do you wear your helmet around, or do you, are you helmet off? Um... You have I've, to go into the menu to pick. <laughs> uh, I. That's a good question. I think I mostly like my helmet on because I'm a little self-conscious of the uh, metal plate. So in I'm, my head. Have I seen you without it? Yeah, I, yeah. Like maybe when I'm, I'm when I'm inside, maybe I kind of like take it off. So on the ship, off. But when I'm outside, on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a hat. Well, then yeah, he's got history, man. He did shit. Yeah, and also like you look at his armor, and it's it's clearly been retooled and now that it's got like meat hammers and knives knives and and magnets on it like like he's an idiot but what a successful not dead (laughs) idiot because like if i'd struck out on my own at falline i think i'd be dead i don't think my siblings would let me like try to start my own business think that you know that that's true or is is that something like I, i know that like as players we can agree that's true but do you think that brash knows that I think Brash sort of thinks he's invincible in a lot of ways. Like, he's been abused enough, but he's always thought that if he's smart enough, he can win. 
But he's also a guy who didn't try to start his own thing on falling. He tried to steal, and when the heat got bad, he just took the right, fuck so off. It's a bit of the, like the Draco Malfoy syndrome, where it's like, yeah, I could be cool. I could be a Death Eater. Like, you want to be a Death Eater? It's like, no. Yeah, where he's <laughs> like, I could build my own thing. And they're like, she's going to catch you doing your stuff. And I'm like, I'm going with my uncle. <laughs> cool. All right. That, that's awesome. Great. Um, and uh, Fonzie, for you, um, you... Hmm... I think um, given your brain works in, a, in an interesting way, and I think that it, you're, you're discovering things about it as you go along. So this is something that I think uh, you and I can kind of continue to, to kind of play off of and figure out. I think in this particular instance, it's like the second you see this, like, you know, the, the hyperspace, like, fucking magic swirly screensaver thing drops away, you see this station, and I think immediately your brain is starting to pick angles on it. And it's not something you're consciously thinking but I think to some extent it's kind of a pleasant surprise. And I think anytime these things happen, so I'd say as a player, like keep your eyes open for that sort of opportunity where it's like, what are the things that hit Fonzie where he's just like, Oh shit. Like I, I really know how to do this. Um, and it can be smaller things. It could be like, like Oh, I'm rediscovering my past kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. And also just like what, what's Fonzie really good at that? Like he knows from muscle memory. And I, in this way, I think it's kind of like, you know, any hardened tactician just looking at a space going, Oh, okay. So like, here's the hard points. Here's the weak points. There's mm-hmm. the port. And it's it's just because it's reflex. Like, you you don't even consciously do it. Your brain just automatically runs threat stuff. So, and it, it can be anything. But, um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see where those spots are. Like, I'm going to give you this one as like a, here's what's going on with you. Um, but as you find things along the way, feel free to be like, hey, here's a fucking weird thing that I think Fonzie, like, gloms onto. That's like, yeah, yeah that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep your eyes open for that. Uh, so, yeah, you look at it. Um, this thing looks... Uh, it looks bar fight defensible, if that makes sense. So if um, if anyone wanted to take this station, they could. Mm-hmm. But it's also rough enough that no one probably wants to. And it would be scrappy. It would either be like, go de- you'd have to go deck to deck. And th- this is like a, a brawl everyone on the station if you want to kind of join. Um, you don't see any exterior weapons. Okay. Um, which is a good sign. Um, so it de- definitely does seem kind of like one of those, eh, we're here. Like, fucking, you want to take us, come aboard, or we'll just blow... Like, it seems like the kind of place that would rather scuttle itself than fight... Like, either fight you deck to deck and then, re, like, fend you off, or they just scuttle the station. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also, I think it, it feels more familiar than, like, uh, certainly Agrippa's Palace. Like, it was uncomfortable being in there, and this ship is kind of uncomfortable for you, hence the janitorial closet. Um but like a place like that just kind of feels like it's like seeing like a, a restaurant you really like. You're just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unf- well, yeah, it unfortunately looks probably too small to take your bike in, which is a bit oh. of a bummer. OK. Was there a mechanic? Was there a mechanic There's shop? There's a mechanic shop. Yeah, you, you could like, sorry, when I say like too, too small to take your bike in, you could like drag your bike to the mechanic shop. But it's okay. not like large enough to like ride around in. OK. Unless you're doing like <laughs> a, a fucking animal house leg. <laughs> Like I might try. the casino. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna ride through hallways the width of the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we gotta put that guy in our frat. Don't tempt me. Um, wicked. Um, what do you? And you can think about this when I cut to Tyler. But um, I want you to think about what you, what plan you set up the sweep sweep. Because like he's in your corner, so mm-hmm. give that a think. I'm gonna cut to Tyler, and then we'll come back to you to you and figure out what's going on with sweep sweep. Uh, so Tyler. Um, Here's an interesting question that I'm curious to hear your answer to. Uh, you see this place, and it 
it's obviously a place where gambling could happen. Do you feel like you've been to places like this before? Like, are, are you that guy who goes into dive bars being like, darts, you say, sign me up, and then, like, loses a bunch of money but makes a bunch of friends? Or would you just avoid places like this because they seem too lower class? I think he's been to places like this before. It's, as a as a man of comfort, it's not where he likes to go or where he seeks out but it's also i think he's lived too much of like a sheltered life where it's like it's a thrill and he doesn't know how like inherently dangerous it could really get yeah it's like a stop on the tour yeah 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 my uh my karate teacher who was also a a translator was in japan with Mm -hmm. his karate teacher and uh they were drinking one day and uh this guy's like oh yeah drinks 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 everyone's like yeah drinks he's like all right come with me i've got a great bar and they like went like down through a bunch of like corridors and Mm -hmm. they ended up in a small room with a single table and a bunch of guys standing around basically the older sensei just threw a bunch of money on the table. It's like, these are for the drinks. We're going. He's oh, like, man. that was the Yakuza bar. And the way they get you is they're just like, hey, have drinks. And then right. you have drinks. And they're like, all those drinks are $100. And you're like, right, right. no. And they're like, <laughs> knives out. And you're like, okay, $100. <laughs> so I feel like maybe that was your experience, but you didn't. You just paid it. You were just like, fuck it. Yeah, sure. 100 bucks. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> what, what, what the fuck yeah. just happened and, here? And then you like tipped and talked yeah. about how they should upgrade the decor. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like, if you guys have a suggestion box, I'd like to fill out a card. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you guys a good review on Space Yelp. Uh, I, cool. I think Vic, uh, looking at this station, uh, thinks a few things. I think, first of all, this game is as good as one. I think he's immediately right. like sized up. He's like, I'm going to be the best gambler that they've ever seen at that table. Uh, second of all, he's going he probably thinks just given the kind of people coming and going, they could be, there could be some sore losers in there. Mm. So he's going to prepare for that possibility. He's going to want to keep dibs by him, kind of have him as like, and my, my man here dibs will be joining me, uh, not playing, but just by my side. So you're going to pull my him, bag man. Are you going to pull him off the fight? Cause you can, you'll just need to find someone else to take a dive for, um, the fist fight. Oh, right. If you're going to present that idea, if we just want to do a quick version of this conversation, yep. mm-hmm. I think we might, would, would Vic be willing to perhaps trade dibs to the fight? If we gave him Shatterstar and gave her a gun. Sure. Yeah. I mean, dibs is going to bring his own gun, uh, and also some of his close up magic props, uh, just to charm <laughs> dibs. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Vic. Vic is going to bring some of his close-up Perfect. magic. So we'll let Dibs you have puts that. his close-up magic kit back, and he's like, <sighs> "You can use that after the fight." Yeah. You know, it's not all that dips. But so we'll give you Shatterstar. We'll give her a blast or something suitably appropriate. Do you do you have an armory in here? Uh, no, I've just got this, and I pull out like my laser pistol and like drop it and like a oh, shit, <laughs> pick it up. And uh, I'm assuming we we talked about a bit about this like pre-game uh, when we were talking about character creation. Oh, do you um, want to? <laughs> So holdout blaster. Yeah. Um, so I, I see holdout. What is a holdout blaster? So holdout blaster is uh, a very small, like it's it's essentially like the Derringer of oh, um, yeah. of blaster pistols. That's it. It's still a blaster. So it's not like a Derringer was like pew. Oh no, that like tiny ball got it's lodged just, in your shoulder. It's concentrated light still put a hole in you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but it's small enough that um, trying to find it on you um, actually gives anyone who's searching you an additional setback dice. Okay. Because it's easy to palm. So I'm imagining you have like a fucking classic. Um, like, like flick a of the wrist thing, yeah. That's okay. kind of how I was imagining it. Um, but it's like a you. bad magic trick where you flicked it and it just went like the whole rod it's on fell out of your sleeve. <laughs> well, it, it, I flick my wrist and like, like an ace of spade comes out. I'm like, oh, hang on, <laughs> I got the wrong one. <laughs> and I flick my other wrist and the gun comes out. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, like, yeah, like it doesn't hit the stopper right, so it just flies out. <laughs> like it just keeps going. You try and you catch it from the air. I you're catch like, it mm, first try. Yeah. I see the expression on Dib's face and I'm like, 
can you do a bird in one of those sleeves? Uh, dibs. <laughs> oh, Vic or Dibs? Vic. I look at, I, well, Dibs looks excited. He's oh, the okay. magic guy, dibs, so I look to Dibs, Vic. like, thrusts his arm out in a, like, uh, like a weird dead reptile bird comes flying out of his sleeve, just fucking, like, thwacks against the wall, like, and then just, like, slides down <laughs> greasily. And he kind of looks to all of you with a ta-da. And sweep, sweep's like, sweep, sweep. I'm going to slow clap. I feel like he earned it. I didn't know he had it in there. He's clearly had it in for a long time, but <laughs> full credit. Yeah. Um, Vic won't clap just because he's got spring-loaded shit coming <laughs> out of his hands now. So the springs can't. just clap. Like, yeah. <laughs> this uh, is good. We're going to have you two. We're going to separate you because I can't put this much skill in the same place. How does uh, how does Fonzie feel about magic? Uh, he was blown away. <laughs> he... It was like it lit, like it literally just appeared. He's he's like he's starting to go into a ball <laughs> oh, no. on, on the floor because he's just like but but things just he's like he's almost broken. I'll, <laughs> he I'll needs he needs to be comforted back in and <laughs> it's okay. It's gone. It's um, gone. Oh god. Okay. Thanks, Fonzie. I just I, I go over and I like take a knee next to him and I rest a hand on his shoulder and I'm like you. Those were just illusions performed by men. And then I look over to see how far away they are. Uh, and they're pretty close. And I say it anyways. I'm like, one of them is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just leave it blank, knowing everyone will make the right assumption uh, for themselves. He doesn't mean that, Dibs. But it was a trick. Oh. It was. A, see, if you look. Uh, and I just uh, like take the... Dibs are I, I yeah. like wave dibs over and do with him because I, I reach for Vic and I realize Vic's gonna fuck this up somehow. Like somebody's getting shot. And I like take dibs and I just show like the thing within his sleeve. And then I'm like, extend your arm, dibs. Uh, and he does, and you can <gasps> see it pop out, but then it goes back in. Like, so that. he's tricking me? He is oh, no. tricking you with the majestic hope. I realize I gotta walk this back. <laughs> the majestic hope and joy. It's meant to be a, a celebratory act. Remember when he threw that corpse at the wall? I didn't know that was going to happen. Neither did you. If that surprise hadn't scared you, perhaps it would have been fun. It works but pretty I, good with the ladies, too. But I, I thought friends don't trick friends. Well, there's a difference between a fun joke and a lie. Magic, in this case, is a joke. If he had said, give me five credits and I won't punch you, and then you gave him the credits and he punched you, that would be a lie. <sighs> Friendship is like love, and sometimes lovers do things that surprise you. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe I'll try some tricks later on. Excellent. Perhaps in the ring. Not right now. Uh, Dibs, okay. Dibs comes over to you and... and um, he uh, he, kind of like pokes your shoulder, and then he he hands you the the reptile bird. Mm. Oh my god! Mm. And then he turns around. And he's like, he may disappear. <laughs> and then Dibs leaves. All right, let's move past the corpse eating, uh, and perhaps we could all try to make some goddamn credits. <laughs> so the uh, the ship docks. Um, you kind of hear the, the station droid guide you in on uh, the uh, airlock presses. Um, the door opens and uh, immediately like a ratty red carpet rolls through. Um, <laughs> and you can see um, an Ugnaught who's like a little like uh, they're the dudes who run around on uh, Cloud City. And they're just kind of like little squishy faced guys um, kind of with like hair jutting out of the sides of their face. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he rolls it and he just kind of looks up at you and he's like, 
And, uh, uh, and then he lights a <laughs> cigarette and leaves. Um, and there's just kind of like a, a weird kind of vaguely Bioshock-esque like, welcome to Pleasure Dome. Like <laughs> faded neon sign in like weird Star Wars font uh, that all of you can read. <laughs> Hooray. <Yep. laughs> um, but done in that shitty like. It's written in Imperial. We all have yeah, to be yeah, able to read like that. It's like written in that shitty kind of like <laughs> odd broken light right. carny thing. Um, and, um, yeah, you can hear like, uh, sort of Muzak tunes playing. Um, and clearly, um, they roll one of these carpets out at every airlock and it's, you can see there's like weird stains on it and it's kind of moth eaten and you're kind of looking down a long tunnel. Um, so, uh, all of you kind of, uh, Xantos is like, well, <sighs> went in pleasure tumor. Um, and, uh, off you go into the, uh, into the station. So. Um, the station itself is, again, uh, it, it feels like a bunch of things that have been stapled together. That said, once you're inside, it's fairly easy to navigate. I think a good visual reference would be like a lot of Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, where it's just like there's a lot of rickety like metal stairs and walkways it's and that kind sort of, of thing. the industrial district, no matter what district you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, uh, it's a little bit like uh, Nowhere in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's just like a, it, it's, it's not obviously as big as Nowhere, but it's a, you know, a a more airy space than you thought kind of coming in that said there's clearly like demarcated spaces so the the casino is one space there there are in fact two restaurants one is called the good one one is called the bad one uh, oddly the bad one is much busier might be a greenland iceland situation you're not sure um and then um you can see there are kind of there's a lot of sort of overdone gaudy bullshit and then you can see kind of a couple of exit ways that go into the refueling station and maintenance that are actually much cleaner and look more like proper ports. What do you do? Well, we need a buyer. And we need, after these games get started, we're going to need Nix to be able to claim us some uniforms down at that area. Nix, do you believe you would have time to scout us an appropriate purchaser before you claim those uniforms, or should we send you to prepare us to take over refueling? Um, well, I mean, that, that, that's up to you. Uh, after all, you're, you're leading the mission. <laughs> I do enjoy that implication. All right, so... Nix, if you could just uh, fly, fly around uh, and see if you could find us an ideal purchaser for the ship. Let's go scope out the casino and see if there might be a place for some blood sport. Yes, Fonzie? Sounds good to me. Come on, Dibs. Um, so if I'm understanding correctly, you want Nix to try and find someone to buy the ship, and then you're going to use the credits from the ship as the ante for the and, Yeah, thing. unless unless there's a way... It, I, I don't know how these casinos work. This might be fallen to my underworld knowledge, but mm. can I just go to the casino and get it staked, or do I need to yeah, sell it? Yeah, you could just stake the ship. I'll do well, that. Like, like I'll, I'll, I'm the one who's buying in. I'll just... I'm betting my ship. Oh, that way you can... It's a, it's a Millennium Falcon kind of deal. You can just be like, yeah, here's my... Or, or a pink slip from fucking Fast and Furious. I understand exactly what you're saying there, my friend, but remember what you said about my ability to sell? Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been... Uh, Soft selling my skills so far. All right, to the casino. <laughs> Nix, uh, we need refueling uniforms. Let's focus on that. We need to be able to replace the crew to refuel with myself, my uncle, and your charming He, he puts his hand on the shoulder of the Wookiee he was just talking to and kind of just like, um, both like caresses and like idly, like gently kind of curls part of the Wookiee's fur around. And he's like, I'm, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I, I really, we were so close to a deal, but uh, you know how these things go. All, 
all deals and all wealth are fleeting. And then he just kind of like steps away fancily and you see the Wookiee kind of go like with her wallet out, be like, <laughs> <laughs> she was really excited about buying a PT cruiser. <laughs> with a golden bathroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Nick's, uh, uh, Ryan, I think I'm going to get you to roll for Nick's in this particular instance since you sent him on the mission. Uh, can you roll me an underworld, knowledge underworld? Um, it is... Uh, I'm going to say he's just scouting. So you're just looking for information, not the, you're not sending him to like try and steal uniforms, right? Um, I think I can probably assist with that when that's going to happen. Okay. Cause that would make more sense for him, me and Xanatos uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 I was going to say it's a, it's a bad goal to just send him to do it. So, um, I'm going to say one, uh, grab one difficulty die. So one purple, um, you can use your underworld and presence, Great. Okay, I have three presents and one underworld. So that'll be two green, two and, green and one yellow. Um, I'm going to give you... Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to give you two black uh, because this is unfamiliar territory and you're also... Yeah, wait, sorry, are you trying to steal Imperial uniforms or refueling uniforms? The refueling team. Wait, okay. I just want to get close right, so we can so, get on board. So drop, drop that down to one. Um, so yeah, it's, it's unfamiliar territory. You don't like the criminal side of things you understand, but also like the maintenance crew is likely, you can kind of tell from how well the maintenance corridors are kept up, likely a little bit, bit more put together. Um, and fuck it. I'm going to spend uh, a destiny point to upgrade one of those to, I want to spend one as well because <laughs> I was going to do that anyway. So, all right. So, uh, upgrade one to a challenge die and upgrade one to a proficiency die. Challenge, or you can drop. You can drop my difficulty. So let's. I think that's actually how that works. So you'll drop that back down to a. Um, just keep it as a diff. Uh, say just keep it as is. Yep. Great. Yep. Yep. Um, that may not be how this works, but that's how it's going to work today. Um, so we're going to say that um, that is a combination of um, the crew works really well, but also you spent a bunch of time picking the right courtesan for this. Uh, so Nix is actually perfect at just kind of being like, hey, fellas, uh, sorry, I forgot my uniform today. Like, let's let's get it sorted out. Uh, so go ahead and roll those, please. Okay. I have one success, three advantage, one threat, and one failure. All right, so the success and failure cancel each other out. You have two advantage, three advantage? Three advantage, one threat. And, and one threat. So... One threat cancels one advantage. So uh, I have two advantage. Yeah. So failed check, but two advantage. Um, so Nix finds that. Well, actually, we we don't need to talk about this yet because you guys are doing other things. So Nix goes off and does his thing. Great. Great. Uh, wicked. Okay. So what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I guess. Sorry, go for it. Uh, uh, Vic is changing. <laughs> Vic is going to change into <laughs> an outfit that kind of really pops and 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 sends a message to anyone at the gambling table. I think he's going to wear um, some sort of like tight fitting robes, purple silk with like a long white silk scarf as well. So it kind of looks like a, a, a suit um, uh, and uh, a long sleeves and a, a big white wide brimmed hat and like small black spectacles. The little circles. So, like, Elton John's suit 
Morpheus glasses. Like if Elton John wore a purple zoot suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. This is very good. Shatterstar is standing with you as the world's most awkward bodyguard. Yeah. Dressed in mechanics uniform. Yeah, Yeah, so Shatterstar comes out. uh, She's also put on a scarf, but it's like clearly like one of her mechanics rags. Um, And she's just got like the equivalent of... um, just like a giant monkey wrench. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just slaps into her palm. She's like, what's up, fuckos? I'm a classy bodyguard. And then she just bangs it on the wall twice. Uh, oddly enough, in this joint, yep, <laughs> that tracks. You read the room well there, uh, Shatterstar. <laughs> Thanks. I've always wanted to go to a nice place. <laughs> a nice place. Uh, I'll show you a nicer place than this. Um, like, like almost literally anywhere. <laughs> Sir, it has a red carpet. A carpet that is red for fancy people. I'm a fancy person today. Fair enough. I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't let yourself plateau here. You know, I, wow. I I didn't, didn't occur to me. I could do anything but plateau. You haven't hit this, this, this ceiling is a glass ceiling. You got to smash through that glass ceiling. I mean, I do have this big fucking wrench. Yeah. And wrenches are usually for fixing things, but uh, break stuff with it too. <laughs> Fuck yeah! She just throws it at the ceiling. It like bangs off the metal, lands in her hand. She's like, "Right, metaphors, got it." Yeah, cool. Thanks, man. That's really nice of you. All uh, right, sir, sir. No, please call me Vic. All right, All sir right. Vic. Let's roll. Now walk like this, and I like to, like pimp walk into the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, uh, the fucking like Kramer pimp themes playing. Uh, yeah. What was it? I think Pick It Up and like da 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 And she's like using her wrench as a pimp cane yeah. and she's trying to emulate you but she's really bad at it, but also she's scary. <laughs> I was going to say, while they're doing that, I am <laughs> finding whoever I can get a stake from that I could speak to. Pick Up the Pieces is the name of the song. Um, right, okay, so um, I think you, you kind of go to the, the gambling um, fence is the wrong term, but basically it's the, like the person who like changes for chips and everything else. Um, and yeah, you can see <laughs> the loan shark. It looks like behind them looks like a pawn shop. Excuse me. It's my lunch coming back. <laughs> Just the sounds of the space station. Um, yeah. Who's working? The, uh, is it Yoda? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM. And I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously, we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're they're probably doing something horrible to me right now. But uh, I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Um, I was wondering where I'm going to see that guy. I was going to say, because we probably sent Xanatos along with uh, Fonzie yeah. and Dibs to find a fight location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out... Fuck, this is one of those weird things where, like, in D&D, I'm just like, fuck it, it's, it's a dwarf. And here I'm like, oh, but what race? Uh, let's say it's a Rodian, so, like, a, a Greedo-ass motherfucker. Yeah, uh, it feels right for this kind of place. Is, uh, is behind, the, um, uh, behind the fence, and um, as uh, you come up, um, you can see him, like, fiddling with uh, sort of, like, a voice box he's got installed in his throat. 
Um, and after like tuning it through a few languages that uh, you probably recognize, you're you're fancy enough. Uh, eventually, he he settles on basic, and he's like, "Oh yes, hello. Um, would you like some chips at our very fair and and reasonable rate?" Honestly, you're reading my mind, my friend. So, <laughs> oh no, we don't do that here. That is strictly forbidden here in the Pleasure Dome. These are the ethics that I've needed, and I lean and I look a little bit fabulous, and like my the. The side of my jacket slips, revealing like a perfectly sculpted shoulder. Like it's just flashing a little bit more of, of skin. And I run my hair through my top knot and I say, I've got a ship that I'd love to stake for something reasonable. I mean, it's even got a golden bathroom. Check out these specs. Uh, and I just slide the data pad towards the Rodian. Oh, a PT cruiser. Uh, I mean, I guess the golden bathroom is nice. You could melt the rest of the ship and just keep that, I suppose. There's a delightful racquetball court. <laughs> well, fuck me. <laughs> Didn't realize racquetball was an option. Um, okay, so uh, he quotes you uh, 10000 for the ship, 2000 for the bathroom, and 1500 for the racquetball court. Racquetball is a surprisingly popular in Star Wars. No one has one. <laughs> so, like, when you find one, like, you gotta lock that shit down. Oh, see, this seems... Uh, the thing that I love about all of these kind of places, uh, and my jacket just slips off my other shoulder and falls <laughs> down to my elbows, so I stand there and I lean forward and I just, like, bring my elbows in a little bit to play a little, like, man cleavage inside there, but I make sure I lean back far enough that he can still see my abs and my pants are hanging very low. It's a very, like, Marvel Comics cover... We took a Rob Leefield cover and we yeah. switched it to a man. Uh, and I just, he's like, oh, it's so weird that I can't see your wrists or ankles. I was going to say, and I turned and now somehow he can also see my entire ass. Uh, <laughs> the Hawkeye <laughs> project come true. And I just say the wonderful thing about these kind of establishments is that everything is just Mm, a first <laughs> offer and a negotiation. So maybe we could work our way back and forth and bat these numbers around and find something that's even more fair. I don't want you taking advantage of me in the wrong way. Uh, and I flex <laughs> both of my pecs on the word wrong and way. <laughs> Sir, I appreciate the effort. I live in a pleasure dome. I mean, the brain is is willing, but the, the flesh is weak and spongy. Uh, I, I really, honestly, I... I, I have a sex droid, sir. It's professionally built. I, 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 I'm... Thank you, but... No. Also, this is a very fair deal for a very bad ship. Honestly, I mostly just want that racquetball court. I might just buy this if I win big. Look, you seem desperate. <laughs> I'll kick in an extra 500 credits. I maybe maybe get some straps for that jacket. It doesn't seem to be staying on you. I pull at, it at back all. up and I'm like, I appreciate the sentiment, but Yes, I'll take the money. Uh, like, this is fine. This is fine. I'm uh, My feelings aren't hurt. This is <laughs> fine. Uh, and I just, like, stake the ship and take the cash, so. Uh, and he turns to, uh, as you, like, walk away, he turns to um, a, a robot that's smoking in the corner by just, like, putting a cigarette up against its face. He's like, can you believe that, Randy? And it's like, no, some people God. have so much nerve hot stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and as I walk away, I go, be robots don't have pheromones, just to myself. <laughs> uh, and I take my data pad, uh, and I immediately, to a, a secret anonymous account, I take, because I've got 14,000 credits, I take the 4,000 off the top. <laughs> Let's just go to me to put it into like a little side so thing. I'm, I'm going to say, um, for just, I think because it makes the most sense, uh, that you and Xanatos, I'm going to give him 
a either Perfect Dark or Dragon Ball Z kind of over the eye thing. So when you text stuff, it kind of goes to that for him. Um, and I think you two probably have a joint account. Like you just have somewhere that you dump. Sure, it's like just like operating expenses. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll drop 4,000 credits there, and that gives us 5,000 credits to stake for the fight yep. and 5,000 to stake for the Sabak. So uh, how, how the ship is showing up. How long do we have that we need to play this up for is the real question. Because here's uh, the deal. I don't trust Vic to not blow all of the no, money no, in like one the hand. Ship, the ship, you basically, you, you have part of this day to get stuff set up and it will be arriving by the end of the day. Again, they were like fleeing. So it, without the harassment they've kind of seen from pirates on the way, they would have been here like two days ago. So you have like a limited amount of time, enough time to set stuff up, but like, it's not like it's gonna be five days of him being like, hit me. Okay. So <laughs> then my plan is I, I'll get the all re- in, I'll I guess <laughs> to put my 4,000 away. I'll get the rest in chips. I'm going to give a thousand to Vic to uh to spend before we get to like where the ship is where we need the big excitement in the casino and i'm gonna give a thousand to like xanatos for like early fight betting sure. and then we'll save four grand for like when we need to get the imperials out for the big fight and four grand i'll give to shatterstar and be like only give it to him <laughs> when the ship is here and we need to start the thing so that there's like yeah, right, money to throw that. around to meet money and then big money sure um can you roll me i, I think i'm gonna do a Skullduggery check for this. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, roll me some sweet, sweet Skullduggery, please. Great. I've got two in t- two cunning, which is the one that, that it's hooked to, and I have one in Skullduggery. So that would be, what am I rolling? Uh, that would be green and a two green, one yellow. So you had two and one. Or, uh, sorry. Oh, no, you had two and one. So, yeah, one green, one yellow. Um, hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you a boost from uh, Xanatos, kind of running around, helping stuff out. Uh, I'm going to give you two difficulty die because this is unfamiliar territory. And it's it's like it, it would be one thing if you guys owned the station or if you'd like negotiated in advance. Like, hey, we're coming. We want to do a thing. But instead of just kind of showing up and being like, big money, we're doing a thing. Um, and I think... Um, one setback, two setback, um, because uh, the station's uh, gambling is actually very heavily guarded, and the fact that you just staked a ship has everyone kind of on high alert. Um, I will say you guys can assist in this. This is kind of um, Brash trying to set set up the con. So, um, Vic, I think you can probably add one b- boost die to this role and you can roll it if you want, or you can let Ryan roll. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, just for like, I don't think you're actively trying to help the con just by you walking around being you people are like, Oh, he's here to lose money. Yeah. Oh, he just <laughs> staked his show. Oh, Cause like, they're like, wait a minute. Like when Brash is doing it, they're like, I don't know. This guy seems like he's up to something. This is you. They're like, Oh no, he's rich and dumb. Let's do this. <laughs> um, and, uh, I don't know Fonzie that you could help in this particular thing. I think I'm busy talking with dibs about how to make this fight interesting and, uh, working with Sweeperbot because he's, he's still wearing the apron from before. Right. So unless you take it off him. Yeah. So I like the apron cause he's the ref and I think I'm going to use him to literally sweep people towards the <laughs> ring to kind of like gather them around. And I guess Xanatos can like maybe be like, He's the, the Paul Heyman. Yeah. Everybody wants to see a fight. You kinda. know he's the Paul Heyman of yeah. this group. Okay, awesome. So uh, hang on to that. We'll apply that to your role when we get to it. 
Uh, all right, so go ahead and roll. roll I, I would also like to spend a point of destiny because I feel like we're fated that if this is going to work, we need to do. <laughs> so what does that do for so me? So that uh, can upgrade one of your um, your green die to a yellow die. Great. The odds are not in our favor, Tyler. So let's uh, let's throw some hope in there. Oof. I've got a success here for you. Oh, thank you. Okay, I ha- so we've got... Oh, my God. Tom, I'm just going to give you numbers, and I'm yeah, going yeah, to give you the math because yeah, too yeah. many symbols. Uh, we have four threat Oof. and one failure. And then we have three success mm-hmm. and three advantage. All right. Is that counting Tyler's advantage as well? That yep. is counting Tyler's as well. Okay. So ultimately, that's two success and um, one threat. That makes sense to me. Okay. <clears throat> so um, you successfully managed to kind of ingratiate yourselves into uh, the community of the the station. You can tell that the gambling is. <laughs> uh, you can tell that the gambling After is. That Rodian wouldn't fuck me. I was really not confident in my ability to pull this off. Yeah, like I'm. I'm not used to that outside of Falleen. Um They told me I could fuck anyone. <laughs> Just have you like walk over like it's fucking falling over again. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not easy being green. Um why so blue? Uh so yeah, you managed to to kind of get in with the system. The problem is that I think by making such a show of it, um the the way we'll we'll say the threat plays out is that um, you're being carefully monitored in the way that someone who wins too much is in a casino. So they haven't found you, you haven't done anything wrong. Um, but the authorities are a little extra aware of, of your actions now. And that's partially because you've got Swagger McGee over here walking around, throwing, throwing himself around. Loudly like, what do you mean you don't know how to make a Dagobah mode slide? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is Dagobah? Um, so if it was just him, this would be a perfect con. But also like. The fact that all of you arrived at the same time has just kind of gently, they're like, all right, well, him we believe, but like, there's also this, like, Marilyn Monroe over here is like going around giving people the eyes and, and also being kind of sad. And they're not sure, but also they've got like fucking Paul Heyman walking around and be like, there will be such a match <laughs> today. And they're like, I mean, cool, we don't really do fight rings here, but we could. Um, Cool, but nevertheless, you managed to get the system up. So I'm going to say that costs you your 2,000 kind of table stakes. Great. Uh, but you do get it set up. Um, so, Adam, uh, I'm going to get you to roll a brawl check, please. So that's Ooh. brawl and add your melee. Uh, and this is you and Dibs, uh, like, properly coming up with, with a way to throw this match. Um, so because you spent some time on it... Um, so uh, your brawl, I believe, is two. Uh, that's brawn. Brawn. I'm two. sorry. Yes. Okay, yeah. Brawn. Yep. So brawn is two. Uh, and then uh, add your brawl. Wait, let me find my brawl. Ah. So uh, say, would it be brawl two. or melee? Bra- uh, brawl because they're fist fighting. Got it. Brawl is two and brawn is two. Excellent. Okay. So that means you will just have two green. Two yellow? Isn't two it? green. No. Uh, so it's if you have more... Like, two and two, it's the same result. If you had three and two, it would upgrade. Oh, you get I one upgrade? I think. I don't think you get any upgrade if it's the same. You take the highest pool, and then 
the advantage. I, I think I can look this up. Well, let's double check. Why not? <laughs> Probably good to know. Okay. Yes. So by having two and two, you would upgrade the two, um, two, uh, two yellow. So your two green become two yellow. Uh, in terms of upgrading, you can. Uh, we're talking about destiny. We talked a little bit off air. Uh, yeah. the, the, basically, for anyone who's out there playing, if we're getting this wrong, we were looking at it. We were like, well, if two and two only yielded green, why would it would be better for you to just take one and brawl and you get yellow? So we figured this had to be the way to go. <laughs> um, okay, but you were talking about destiny. You wanted to use if yes. you could upgrade the yellows. Yes, if I do like a use one of the check marks over there, the destiny. You, I don't you, think you can, can upgrade the yellows. You can, can I add like a green or something? Uh, or? You what? likely can. Let me just double check what goes on with destiny. Man. And then he's going to hit you with so many bad dice, he's just going <laughs> to chop your arms off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a Star Wars game. Yay! Everyone loses a hand and don't hold the high ground. <laughs> or like, if you do, you can win or also lose, depending on if you're a bad guy or a good guy. Darth Maul has the high ground and loses. But then doesn't he like... Obi-Wan is the high ground. Oh, wait. Has anyone seen Solo? I think it's a safe bet that it came out last year, so we're fine. Because he comes back, right? He's just like... He's got like robot legs or something. That's right. Well, that's also in the cartoon show, I think. And somewhere else, there's going to be a robot top with just regular Darth Maul legs. (laughs) There's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) I want to have spider legs. Like, I wanted to go full Wild Wild West. I just want legs, but like there's just a tiny little dome above the legs. (laughs) So it's mostly just legs just running around. Yeah, it's just got like black and red spray painted on it in a pattern. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like it does like a like a leg sign language kind of thing. Like kind of like a a a tap dance. It taps two for like one for yes and two for no. (laughs) Dead or alive, you're coming with me. What should we do, Dark I said step pause pivot pause pivot step step not step pause pivot step pivot step pause um, all right so you can't uh, you can't upgrade your dice further than that that said you can burn one of these guys for um, basically a spot of luck or a, sort of a deus ex so if you want to spend one um, I'll give you two boost die ooh okay sure um, and we'll basically say that's um uh, it turns out that you and Dibs have actually learned um, Terrace Ka, the <laughs> shitty Star Wars martial art from that <laughs> fighting game. Oh. Masters of the Terrace Ka. Like yeah, we true. know it. Yeah. And okay. so you didn't know you knew it. But as you start to work, it's like, oh, no, we actually both know the same martial art. So this is much easier than we thought it was going to be because... It's basically sparring now. It's not like you can perform the katas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, the terrace kata. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yay! That's the dance. Huzzah! Um, so I'm going to give you uh, one difficulty on this. Oh. Um, oh, but but I have brace. Can I remove my difficulty? Uh, that's oh, that's only black one. Uh, yeah, and uh, brace is a specific maneuver you can do to prepare to get punched in the face. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, all, right. Awesome. all right. So you spend one point for that. Uh, cool. So go ahead and roll those for me, please. Oh, those. Well, they're almost entirely the blank sides of each die. <laughs> all right. So the, aye, aye, aye. The, uh, <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about so this. Track the thing you have. Yeah. So the difficulty is nothing. The blues are nothing, and the. Uh, Proficiency is two successes and one advantage. Damn, son. Um, all right. So you, you definitely succeed uh, in, in figuring out how to throw this fight. It's very dramatic. Um, there's like, uh, you know, it, there, there's there's twists, there's turns. Um, Xanatos is like 
offering like, oh yeah, and here I can be like, oh, he broke his leg. <laughs> uh, and just kind of like standard WWE style like commentary to make it sound uh, very dramatic. He yells, my God, the power. My like five God, times. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Foreign object. Oh my God. In all my years watching, I've never seen something so disgraceful in the sport of wrestling. They create a hell in a cell, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, they, get, they get the Undertaker to drop mankind through um, so <laughs> They're both droids, but it's very dramatic. <laughs> Under droid and Mandroid. 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 The Underdroid and Droid kind. <laughs> oh, kind. oh, man. I'd fucking I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> Um, just keep and ro- you will Disney Plus coming out. <laughs> like, just keep year. robot reigns out of it, and we'll be good. Um, so, yeah. So you guys set that up, um, uh, and with your advantage, um, I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's say with the advantage, people, um, you're doing this, and like as you're training and kind of like working through the show, and you've got um, <laughs> Underdroid and and uh, Droid Kind <laughs> fighting each other. Um, the station actually starts to get very excited. Uh, this is a new, like they're good at hedonism here, but they haven't had fights. They should have. This is a this is a fucking no brainer. Okay. So they actually start putting up posters. They start getting like really excited, and like there's a, a general buzz going. So the good news is that when the Imperials show up, it's not like you're going to have to present this thing. This is like the fucking main event. Um, and I think uh, Xanatos is really helping like sell the like, oh man. Well, this is my man. His <laughs> name is Dibs. Because if you've got a prize, he's calling Dibs. Um, <laughs> and, like, people are getting really excited about Dibs uh, and, like, money starting to change hands. So very, very successful result. So I, I want to – can I ask Dibs? Because I'm really into his little trick sleeves now. <laughs> yep. can, I, can I ask if I can have them? Um, he um, – he like uh, kind of looks looks down at them, but then he he looks off and in in, to one side, and he sees like Vic walking around, and you can see in his eyes that he knows that he'll never be as good at close up magic as Vic, <laughs> but maybe you could be. Don't worry, I got a really good idea for a finisher using your magic sticks. It'll be great. The audience will never see it coming. And he's like, never see coming. That's good magic. Yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> and he, he takes off his, his gauntlets and he gives them to you. Okay. And I across the room, I'm just so proud he got over his selective mutism. He's <laughs> talked. You did it, Fonzie. Hey! The real magic is friendship. And then he turns to you and he's like, Ugh. And he wanders off. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> and I turn red because I'm grumpy. So then I, I put on the gauntlets and then I put uh, like two knives into each of the gauntlets. Okay, wicked. Um, He's going to kill Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's time for Fight Night. So having uh, set that up, um, you guys are ready. Crowd's excited. Um, the table stakes are there. Uh, and that, of course, brings us to Vic. Uh, so, Vic, what what have you been doing to kind of, like, ingratiate yourselves with these tables? You the, like the, the table stakes are there. You're playing. Are you playing well? What's going on? Um, I am... Stringing people along I'm winning and losing enough uh, Probably leading more towards losing Winning enough to kind of stay in the game But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm losing To have people keep thinking that I'm a cash cow That they should buy in And that this is so a like game a, to like watch Like a, a classic like hustle Yeah um, yep. Okay um, So I'm going to need you to roll me a check To see how successful you are First one for me First <laughs> one we we learn Vic's biggest flaw is that he can't lose <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I'd say give me uh, cunning and either street ru- uh, streetwise or skullduggery. I think I'll go with skullduggery. Sure. Uh, so that's two for skullduggery and three for cunning. Um, okay. I'm going to give you a boost die for the table stakes because uh, it helps that you legitimately do have money. Um, I'm going to give you a boost die for the outfit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you a setback uh, for um, Shatterstar because as enthusiastic as she is, she's actually not great at selling this. Uh, she doesn't really seem like she fits the, fits the motif here. Uh, Dibs seems more like the the guy, so you you did you did take a, a hit for that. Um, let's give you two two difficulty die. Okay, so two sorry, two purple. Uh, yeah, and so sorry. How do I measure the ability and proficiency die when I've got two for skullduggery and three for cunning? Uh, so that means that normally you would have uh, so you take your, the highest result, which would be three green, three. and then you have skill of two, so you upgrade two of those green to yellow. Got it. So you have one green, two yellow. Okay. Um, I am going to use an ability that I, I can activate when I'm doing a skullduggery check, which is a convincing demeanor. So I remove one setback die from those rolls for uh, deception or skullduggery. Oh, man, he's so convincing. So I'm just <laughs> convincingly an idiot that people think they're taking advantage of. <laughs> um, yeah, so people keep looking at Shatterstar and they're like, oh, man, she doesn't seem like the kind of bodyguard that the, the high roller would hire. And then they see you and they're like, Oh, maybe this guy, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at all hearts. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> all what, a, what a nice reds. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all uh, right. Uh, wicked. So, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So we've got... Oh, wow. That's pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we've got... I've, I've mathed it out, or do you want me to kind of read it out and we'll oh, go through it together? Fine. Yeah, okay. So that is one advantage and four successes. Holy shit. You're doing good. You're the dumbest man in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, all right. Uh, Jesus, that is a lot of success. Uh, okay. <laughs> so You own the gas company now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say you have won... 2,000 credits entirely by accident. Uh, but you also have a skill that gives you 10 extra percent on gambling winnings. That is correct. Yeah, plus 10% more credits when so they gamble. So that'd be, what, 200? 2,200. Yeah, 2,200. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've, you, you, you've still successfully lost, mm-hmm. but you've also successfully won um, a bunch. Like uh, a side pot or something. Yeah, but like you've done it in a reasonable way, so no one's like, fuck this guy. Um and I think with that many successes, um, it's a little bit like when an asshole on Jeopardy wins too much. Or this is true of poker as well, where it's like, just like one of those guys who's like, oh, I'm wearing my shades and my hoodies. And we're <laughs> like, fuck you. You're really entertaining, but I want to see you go down. Or right. like just that person who's like had too long a run on Jeopardy. Like, yeah, we get it. You're smart, Ken Jennings. <laughs> You're the Miles Teller of <laughs> space Yes, 100%. <laughs> so what's interesting is everyone has a bit of a love-hate relationship with you now. The crowd is actually like really excited to see you play. Right. Um, but it's equal parts like, oh, man, is this the day? It's it's like it's like, uh, like if I win this hand, drinks for everybody. But then when I win the hand, I will also be like, show me the money. Like they just can't decide if they love me or hate me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it means that ultimately like people are fucking in. So I'd say ultimately now you guys actually kind of have this station excited. Like, right, right. Um, I think it's 
the best way I can think to put this is like the station, essentially a lot of the gamblers who were there and a lot of the drinkers and, and, and kind of rough and tumble folk, um, they're bar flies. They're here all the time. Mm. So they're kind of used to a certain cadence and everything else. But you guys have actually really shaken it up. They're like, yeah, there's this fucking crazy guy in a hat who just keeps buying drinks <laughs> and yelling at people. Um, there's this dude who who I, th- I think thinks he's really attractive, but like, I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> but like, he, he seems, I don't know, he's got money. Uh, and there's going to be this great fight tonight. Like, the entire station is buzzing. So I'd say collectively, based on all of your successes, this went from okay, we're, we've got a couple of things that might distract people to, it would be like showing up in, well, I mean, Ryan, you literally lived this. It's like showing up in Vegas when it's like the McGregor Mayweather fight. It's like things are fucking buzzing and it would be very hard to not pay attention to what's going on here. Um, so you're in prime position, which is good um, because you kind of hear uh, an announcement over uh, the loudspeaker uh, saying, people of Anarch 3... Please prepare for refueling. This is an emergency broadcast from Imperial Shuttle X-322 requiring immediate refueling at your earliest convenience. Um, and kind of everyone on the ship's like, yeah, fuck you. There's a lot of like jerk-off yeah, yeah. gestures and like no one really gives a shit. <laughs> um, but you can definitely see maintenance crew and stuff being like, oh shit. Like the maintenance crews are like, let's go. People that are working here. Yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah. And um, I blast a text to Nick's and Xanatos, and I'm like, Nix, where are you? We need these uniforms. Um, we, you had two, two advantage. Two advantage. Two advantage. Um, we smash cut to um, Nix in bed, kind of sheepishly looking at your message, feeling <laughs> slightly guilty, and being like, I'm, I'm at the bar. I'll, I'll be there soon. Uh, and then it kind of looks looks to the guy who's passed out next to him uh, and kind of very quietly creeps out of bed um, and starts grabbing uniforms. And that is where we'll leave it for today. Ooh. This episode of Dumb's Common Villainy features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara13 on Twitter, and our fantastic game master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's MRKR. Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E Now get out of my shop. I'm a Toydarian. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.